Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Roll for initiative. Welcome to the legendary game of the imagination, where players become brave adventurers in a world of enchantment, a world of betrayal, and now in a world of Botox. Guys, I have a question. What is a grotto? <laughs> this season on The Real Housewives of D. I want to play Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Your crystals are trash, and so are you. Not everybody is cut out to be in the spotlight. I have a Costco membership. I've never been in a Costco. Give me a survival check on this whole scenario. Something very bad has happened. We have fallen into another land. Y'all, I don't think this is Los Angeles. It feels not Los Angeles-y. And then suddenly, a fireball comes hurtling out of the darkness straight towards Kiki. There's waterfall up ahead. Quick, swim out the river. Anya bursts forth from the water like the little mermaid when she first grows legs. The ancestors scream in your ear. That's a dragon! You do not just a cartwheel, but it's a sexy cartwheel. Oh. Kiki is not happy. Kiki wants to throw her Louboutin at this nymph. Oh, why would she say that? Why would she say that? That is so mean. Oh, this is somebody's idea of a really fun girls weekend. Come for the dungeons, stay for the dragons, and get ready for a whole lot of drama. Oh my god, you guys. It's the Real Housewives of Dandy. I'm feeling a little bored, and I'd like to get on a horse. <laughs> Listen to Real Housewives of Dungeons and Dragons wherever you get your podcasts. Night Brigade presents Agent Stoker, created by Chris Connor and Brian Nelson. Episode 204, Metamorphosis. You need a drink. Luckily, Buenos Aires has its share of bars. You are Agent Stoker. And you know that without my wearing a name tag. But you already look a bit drunk. Is that how you know I'm Agent Stoker? Oh, I heard that might be part of the profile. Uh. But no. I just came from El Ateño. Ah, the bookstore. Uh, Calling El Ateño a bookstore is like calling La Scala an interesting little cabaret. (laughs) They both have a theatrical legacy. And it's intoxicating. The beauty of the architecture, the extent of their inventory. I'm reeling. You even found a book about baseball. Mm. Apparently the Infernales are the winningest club in Argentina. Hell's Angels, one might say. Your own country has teams named after the devil. Those teams are in other sports, though, not baseball. Agent Caliban, thank you for joining us. Agent Stoker's happy to banter idly with a strange woman who apparently knows about our work with the Night Brigade, but I'm a little more inquisitive. I appreciate it. I'm afraid I may not have much time. Can you take a second or three to introduce yourself? Dr. Valentina Amejino. Hmm. 
No code name like we use. So you're not an agent of the Night Brigade? I'm one of its directors. I monitor apocalyptic events in the continent of South America. For as long as I can. You have your own agents across South America. I'm not sure why we were sent to talk to you. My agents are like you, Agent Stoker. Ordinary men and women who help us track signs of the end of the world. They have their strengths, their weaknesses, but they're... Oh! No! No, not are, yet! Are, are you all right? Give me a moment. I have an inhaler. Uh, do you want uh, more of this, uh, this this drink, Is whatever it is? It's... Uh, it's a jockey club. I... Possibly I shouldn't have any more. I may need all my strength. You can finish it. You'll like it. Bit of Johnny Walker Red, a little honey and legui. An Argentinian liqueur. I'm more interested in what just happened to you. That's why we're talking. It's why I told you that you'll need a drink. Apparently I have less time than I thought. Are you ill? You're suffering from something? I was discussing our agents down here. Good people with various strengths and flaws, but none of them are equipped to survey every paranormal incident across 12 countries and a handful of post-colonial properties. The two of us aren't equipped for it either. You may not be equipped, Agent Stoker. But you're saying that Agent Caliban... As a supernatural entity who has taken mystic possession of a corner of the internet, she's... I'm able to be in lots of places at once. Right now, you could send simultaneous orders to Agent Cervantes in Quinto, Agent Madremonte in La Paz, Agent Fierro here in Buenos Aires. Are you trying to steal my partner? I... I just reconnected with her. I literally spilled my own blood to reconnect with her. And we in the Night Brigade appreciate that. But you're not telling me anything reassuring. Dr. Amehino. Call me Valentina. We've only met one other director of the Night Brigade. She didn't seem to have a partner. I thought it's the agents, not the directors of the Night Brigade, whom are assigned to work in teams. That's correct. We pair up a psychologist with a technologist so that we have a balance of skills and talents on the ground. Then why would you work with me? Oh, I'm not talking about your working with me, or even for me, Agent Caliban. Then what are we talking about? I wasn't kidding about not having much time. I want Agent Caliban to succeed me. But you're, what, retiring? I suspect it's because she's dying, Agent Stoker. Unfortunately, neither of those are the case. I rarely hear people say, unfortunately, I'm not dying. Dying would be simpler than what's happening to me. Here, let me roll up my sleeve. Look at the outside of my elbow. What? What kind of skin condition? It's not skin. It's bark. Like on a tree? Exactly. Run your fingers through my hair. I'm not flirting with you. Do it. See what you come away with. Oh. Oh, These are leaves. Small green leaves. Like when a, a, a tree is starting to bud. For a month now, my skin has been itching constantly. If I scratch it, the skin flakes away and uncovers more bark. It's like Ovid's metamorphosis in slow motion. Explain. 
a Greek mythology retold by the Roman poet Ovid. Uh, the god Apollo and the river nymph Daphne are targeted by Eros, or Cupid, if you like. He shoots Apollo with an arrow to make him lust after Daphne, and Daphne with a different arrow th that will make her hate Apollo. Did he really shoot them, though? This sounds like a way to blame Cupid for Apollo's problems. None of it really happened, Agent Caliban. Well, I know that. Daphne flees from Apollo's attentions, praying to her mystical father for help. If you can't get me out of this, change me into something else. Something that will be safe from Apollo. So he changed his daughter into a tree. Mm-hmm. Things got extreme in ancient Greece. And does she ever recover? I don't think so. She becomes a laurel tree which blooms the whole year round. This is hardly comforting. But at least it suggests your situation isn't unprecedented. You just said none of it really happened. It's a transformation, a transmogrification. Transformation sounds a little better. Valentina, this has been going on for a month. The outbreaks are coming faster and faster. At first I thought it was eczema, maybe psoriasis. Then a dermatologist gave me the bad news. That distracted me for some time, because he wanted to publish a medical paper about me. Who would take such a paper? Poplar science? <laughs> uh, Not funny. I'm sorry. And neither is this. I had to break into his office and destroy his files. But he was alarmed that the process wasn't slowing down. And how does it feel when you walk? Eventually, Daphne's feet turn into roots and anchor her to the earth. I've been wearing shoes all the time, even to bed. I can feel my feet changing, pushing against the leather, but I can't bring myself to look. Did the doctor have any speculation on the cause of all this? I know the cause. The end of the world. The closer we come to the reversal of the Big Bang, the more that identities are breaking down. Physical boundaries are becoming blurred. We've seen this. We met a man whose bones wouldn't stop growing, another man who slipped out of three dimensions and into four. And is it the case that directors of the Night Brigade are especially susceptible to, shall we call it, apocalyptic tension? Our sensitivity to the natural world alerted us to the danger we all face. Yes. Agent Stoker, this is why Agent Caliban needs to replace me. My work is too important to stop just because I may cease to exist. If you become a tree, though, you won't quite cease to exist. You'll still be alive, possibly still sentient. There are those studies about trees being able to communicate with each other, plant life, having emotion, being able to express itself. If I can't stop this change, I'll let you know how that goes. You're avoiding the subject. I... I don't want to lose Asian Caliban. Not again. You won't be losing me. I'll still be part of the Night Brigade. I'll still be in touch. So you agree with her? You're... I'm not abandoning you. That's not what I was about to say. Liar. Look, I get it. There needs to be someone on the scene here, someone to coordinate all the investigations across South America. And given Agent Caliban's paranormal nature, she may be less affected by the disruptions we're seeing. The apocalyptic tensions. I might try to trademark that. But Valentina, it wasn't any picnic looking into cases without Agent Caliban. I, I didn't have her resources, and when I tried to recruit other partners, the attempts ended in catastrophe. One man dead. Two women not sure they ever want to see me again. What do I do without my partner? What you were already tasked to do. 
track down all the directors of the Night Brigade. See how they're being affected by the apocalypse. See if you can save them. You've already given up on saving yourself? I prepare for the worst. Because the worst is on its way. I don't want to whine. But I can't believe you're just gonna send me off around the world. Alone. You'll be able to check in with Agent Galiban. She'll just have a broader array of projects and contacts. Could she splinter off a subroutine to stay with me? If I'm traveling around the world to check in on, on the other directors of the Night Brigade, I could use an immediate partner. I'm not sure that's a good idea, my friend. We've seen what happens to Engage when it fractures itself into separate programs. The programs take on lives of their own. The program that I might send off with you, it might just stop being me. I can't believe I won't have you at my side. If we don't stop the apocalypse, nobody will be at anybody's side. And you feel you're ready for this? Ready to take on all the paranormal mysteries of an entire continent? Heavens no. But our entire work is about things nobody can be ready for. Hmm. Well, I just can't accept walking into this bar with a partner and then walking out of it all by myself. If I'm acting as a director of the Night Brigade, I'll have access to a whole network of contacts. Maybe I'll find you another partner. I don't want to sound bitter when I say I probably shouldn't hold my breath about that. Every moment we spend wrangling about this is a moment we could be using to save people. Except you. There's nothing we can do to slow this transformation. I've talked to botanists. I've talked to sorcerers. Have you talked to... the Earth? How would I do that? Well, how does any of us do that? Is there a place in nature that speaks to you? Plenty of them. There's a park just on the block where I go to meditate. Until lately, I haven't been able to reach a meditative state with all this. Agent Stoker might be onto something. Let's go. Well, uh, do we have to settle the check? <laughs> the bartender here owes me his life. Everything's on the house. You know how to strike a deal. <laughs> Watch out, Valentina. I can hear his gears turning. I'm not the one with gears here. You know what I mean. You have a deal of your own in mind. And it does seem to me if I'm globetrotting in search of Valentina's colleagues, I might merit a little consideration. Is this about money? We'll cover all your expenses and more. We'll get you to Europe, Africa, Asia, Australia, Antarctica. It's not the co- Antarctica? What's supernatural at the South Pole? If I say, you may not go. How do I even find all your colleagues? Agent Caliban and I saw Rose vanish into thin air. Can you all travel around that way? We're all different. As different as the three of us here. But there is a creature in Scotland who can help you. The Duke of the Slua. He knows where we are at all times. Out of his longing to claim our souls when we die. Excuse me. Start over. Something about Scotland and then it started to sound insane. The slew are mystical creatures who live off souls they capture in the moments between death and the next stage. Or so they say. Uh-huh. I myself don't believe there's a next stage, but increasingly it doesn't seem to matter what I do or don't believe. And in Scotland? Just outside Glasgow. I've made sure Agent Caliban has the address of a cemetery where you can find the Duke. This Duke? He's a supernatural creature who could just kill me and then feed off my soul? Unlikely. Think of him more as a spiritual vulture. He waits for others to do the killing. Then he reaps his reward. The souls of people who never make it to what's next. Said to be quite the delicacy. And why will the Duke help me out? 
He might not. You have to start somewhere. Speaking of starting, here's my bit of parkland. It's beautiful. It was. Now it disturbs me. I'm afraid of becoming part of it. I don't blame you. Often we have to run straight at the thing that scares us. And often it ends up devouring us. When you can't avoid a problem, you have to go through it. Enough sweeping generalizations. What do you have in mind? Um, over here. By, by the stream. Did you somehow know that by the stream is my favorite spot? It would be my own favorite spot. Ah. Take off your shoes. I'd rather not. If you're going to talk to the Earth... Of course you're right. Mm. I only... Very well. Here we go. Just don't be surprised by what my feet look like. The roots emerging from my arches. It's so... Never mind. I'm just stepping into the mud. This is crazy. How does it feel? Delicious. Tell us. This is... Is this... Synesthesia. I can taste the ground with my skin. I want more. It feels... scrumptious. I can see your roots embracing the soil. But you don't look scared. I mean... Of course I'm scared. But I'm scared like you're scared when you take drugs. They feel so... good. But you know they must be bad for you. Are you feeling... I don't know... Uh... Drunk? On the earth? What if it takes over? What if I can't step away? Try talking to the earth. Saying what? How was your weekend? Breathe. Breathe deeply. I need my inhaler. What's in your inhaler? It doesn't smell like the usual... It doesn't smell like anything. I figured it out when I was having more trouble breathing. I'd feel better in the city streets. It's the plant in me. The green that's taking me over. Your inhaler shoots carbon dioxide. The only thing that helps. What else might help? Ask for it. I... I don't know how I'd start. There's no right or wrong way. Agent Caliban, does this make any sense to you? I'm the technologist of the team. Agent Stoker is the psychologist. Nature has no psychology. Doesn't it? You were just telling me to go talk to a creature that preys on the souls of the newly dead. But you think, well, there have to be limits? All right, all right. I... My name is Valentina Amihino. I am a scientist. But also, I am a daughter, a sister, a mother in this earth. I cleave to the Night Brigade because I want to save this Earth. Others, my colleagues, some of them want to save everything. The stars, the galaxies, the universe. I confess, I don't care about that. I just want to care for this green-blue jewel. This planet. Please tell me what you want from me. Why is this happening to me? Whether it has to happen to me. What can I... (gasps) Valentina! I can feel my arteries. The blood. 
It's turning to sap. Should we take you away from here? No. I... I don't think so. Are you in pain? My eyes... They're losing focus. Are you still there? All I can see is sparks of luminescence. We're here. My skin is changing, isn't it? I can't look. Not that I don't want to look. I I can't bend my neck to see. I'm rooting in place. Your skin is papering over with the... With a light bark. It's happening. I'm changing. Your hair turning a light purple. Lilac. A jacaranda tree. Your clothes shredding away. Your watch breaking loose. Pick up her things. Take them with us. We don't need her to become some missing person case. Was this a mistake, Valentina? Bringing you here? No. It was what was supposed to happen. You helped it happen. Has the Earth spoken to you, Valentina? Getting harder to talk. You're growing. Rooting in place. Stretching. Stretching up to the sky. You're twice as tall as me now. Glorious. So strong now. Has the Earth told you anything that can help us, Valentina? The Earth speaks in silence. She's gone, isn't she? And she's here for all time. Is it possible she could still tell us something through her bark, through leaves that fall? You'll have to station an agent to keep watch on her. Now that you manage the night brigade for this city, this country, and continent. I never asked for this. That's the thing about life, isn't it? It delivers all kinds of things that we didn't order, and it's not easy to exchange or return them either. But you have an exchange in mind, don't you? This maybe isn't the time. Valentina can't object. Nor would she, I suspect. What are you thinking? We... We see so many things that shouldn't be possible. Is there something impossible that you'd like? If I'm gonna crisscross the globe, deal with soul-eating spirits and more, yeah. I mean, I could be selfless about it. Preventing the apocalypse is certainly something which would benefit you as much as anyone. So I shouldn't even ask. However, if you were going to ask for something, it would be... Undo what happened in Mexico City. We can't undo the past. I know that. And it would mean we never met. It would mean a lot of things. You can't undo the past. As you've said, but what if I can't live with it? Either. You are living with it. You're redeeming yourself. I try to tell myself that. But if there was some way that my father... I have resources now that I didn't have an hour ago. Valentina timed the delivery of her files to a dead man switch on her watch. It knows her heart stopped and it's reaching out to me. I'll look into it. Impossible, as I'm sure it is. Maybe there's something I can do. I appreciate your trying. You deserve things to go better, Agent Stoker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. 
I'll take your word for that. Right now, I'm gonna look odd walking out of the park with an armful of ripped women's clothes. Stay here for a few moments. I'll dispatch a local night brigade team to come by and help you clean up the scene. Just stay here by the jacaranda. By Valentina. Do you think there are other trees that were once people? All we can do is listen to the wind in the trees. Agent Stoker, Episode 204, Metamorphosis. Starring Chris Connor as Agent Stoker. Rose Portillo as Valentina. Amy Hill as Agent Caliban. Emily Deschanel as the voice of the Night Brigade. Directed by Oz Scott. Written by Brian Nelson. Music composed by Christy Carew. Additional music by the Parson Redheads. Sound designer and co-producer Patrick Hogan. Additional sound design, Tyler Kaiser. Producer, Larkin Bell. Producer, Dana Brower. Executive producers, Chris Connor and Brian Nelson. Produced under the jurisdiction of SAG-AFTRA. A production of Night Brigade, LLC. Agent Stoker will return in episode 205, Necropolis. We are living, living in a new age, living in a new age, kicking up the dust. We are living, living in a new age, living in a new age, kicking up the dust. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.